follow us on Instagram. It's Pat and JT. Um, Twitter and Facebook, also the exact same thing. That's it. It's super simple. <laughs> easy enough, right? It's very easy. Easy enough. All right. So I've got, I've got like a handful of stories that have grabbed my attention the last couple of days. Uh, one in particular, though, is not a local story. It is nothing at all local, but it still, I think, means something to all of us. Apparently, there's going to be a ban on Elvis in Vegas weddings. Why? That's why some people go. They've been dreaming about that their whole lives, and they I don't can take it away. All I know is that TMZ literally had this story, and I'm like, well, if TMZ's talking about it, it's got to be something, right? Um, and because Priscilla Presley had to come forward and 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 talk, <laughs> um, because she said it's not her fault. This has nothing to do with me. She was <laughs> explaining that she hadn't heard about the situation. She had no idea that Elvis's name was apparently being stripped from weddings in the city she has nothing to do with it the las vegas journal review which is their or review journal i'm sorry is their paper reported that the chapels began getting letters regarding using elvis's names name and likeness for unauthorized events Mm -hmm. they were issued by a group called authentic brands group which is seeking licensing agreements with the chapels including the elvis chapel (laughs) the las vegas elvis chapel (laughs) and viva las vegas chapel which are are obviously <laughs> tied to Elvis. Um, but they said as guardians of the Elvis estate, it is our responsibility to safeguard his legacy. So this is confusing to me because I guess really Priscilla isn't involved anymore. I mean, apparently not. I, that's news to me. That's crazy. And I don't know how you can possibly get rid of Elvis Presley. What is Las Vegas without Elvis? That's what I mean. Like that's And that's what people do go there just for that. That's what he's synonymous with. Maybe it's starting to get less and less the farther we get away from him being out there. But I don't know. That's super weird. He's been dead 45 years. Has it been that long? 77. Jeez. So, yeah, 45 years. Which is, I I guess, so. you know, you think he was like one of the biggest icons of the, what, 50s, say the 50s, right? Um, And then going forward. So prior to that, we didn't have media. He was kind of like, because there was no such thing as this kind of entertainment. There was no such thing. TV was just starting. Yeah. Vegas had just gotten rolling in what, the 40s? That's back when somebody thrusting their hip brought people all the way in from the East Coast just to see that on stage. Right? Now you just get to lay on your couch and watch TikTok and you see 50 times that. You couldn't see it on the Ed Sullivan show. Uh-huh. Right. Um, but you think about it, he was like one of the first ones. So obviously this, when somebody says, well, this has never happened before. No, because he had never happened, but this, this whole, the whole, the whole experience has never happened before where, you know, who somebody is, everybody knows who that person is and kind of grew up. And then it was, it's just part of the culture. Wasn't he kind of, you could say was like one of the first like residencies ever in Vegas. Cause that's what his home base was like, was Vegas. People went to Vegas to see Elvis in his the theater. And that's what we're doing now with all these other artists and these residencies. I would say Wayne Newton might've been before him. Wayne Newton, you know, has, mm-hmm. he has the, the ranch out there. Um, and he was, he was there. And then the Rat Pack probably in the forties or fifties in Vegas as well. Probably they might've been a little before, Elvis, Sinatra, yeah, and those guys, maybe. I don't know my timeline on that. Maybe. I don't know. For some reason, it just seems like they, I don't know if they existed. Well, I know they existed at the same time, but it seems oh, like. Oh, God, maybe, here we go. 
There's another uh, conspiracy theory. I'm not going down a conspiracy theory. Is it like Marvel and they're all different universes at the same time? No, I'm just trying to imagine that they, yeah, they probably, they were, but Sammy Davis Jr. I bet it was, if they were at the same time, I bet it was more like, I don't know, like the the gang wars, like P. Diddy versus Snoop. Like they don't talk. East Coast, West Coast, hip hop. Yeah, East Coast, West Coast is kind of like that, that TBT to that was the same. That was the beginning of that. Well, they were two totally different audiences um, at the time, at least. Yeah. Because I think it was more like, but then again, Sinatra was, you know, super cool. So all the girls swooned, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, then here comes Elvis. But all the cool guys don't always hang out. Like, go think back in high school and college, like all the cool guys didn't always hang out. It was always used like one cool guy, maybe two, and the rest were like nerds, you know? So Because they weren't very confident. Same, I bet same with these guys, too. They didn't want to hang out. Know, the Rat Pack, though, the Rat Pack was for the chillest dudes. Dean yeah. Martin. But Elvis, I bet Elvis was super, um, not paranoid, uh, no confidence. I bet Elvis didn't have much confidence, even though he came across that way. I bet he was very uh, self-conscious person and didn't want to be around other cool people because he wanted to be the coolest guy in the room. No, I stop. bet. Oh, I bet. No, I don't mm-hmm. bet. I don't bet not that. the Elvis we know. Yeah, I bet he, I bet he was. <laughs> but I think in his later years... He was mm-hmm. more that at the time when it was happening, I think he was more like, <laughs> I, I always think of, Oh God, what's your favorite actress? Who me? You like me? Oh, uh, Glenn close. Glenn close. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was a genuinely a Glenn close, Glenn close early on because he couldn't believe all the attention that he got. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. yeah, then, then he kind of like lived in it, swam in it, bathed in it. And eventually it. died in it. <laughs> And then died in it. Yeah. yeah. Sadly so. Anyway, just had to throw that one out there. But I do have a local story that is also kind of sad. Um, and I hate to do this, but I just saw the story the other day about Joe Tessa's closing. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was already clo- I thought it was already closed, to be honest with you. It well, you know what happened during um COVID? It was it was incredibly difficult for them. I mean, you know, first off, that's one of the oldest still running restaurants in town. And, um, God, I love eating there, you know, but I, but to be honest, I haven't been down there in quite a while. And during COVID they shut down the dining room completely and they never opened it back up. I don't think, I think they were doing like drive-through. They created a drive-through situation, which they didn't have before. Um, so you could, you could carry out drive-through, whatever that may be, but they weren't doing the dine-in and they had something on their website. I looked at, and it said something about, um, at this time, we decided, and this was written a year ago. It said, "This time, we've decided to, due to COVID variants, guidelines, et cetera, lack of staff, supply shortages, uh, we're going to keep the dining room closed for the remainder of the year. That was 2021. We'll still offer drive-through carryout. We'll assess the situation in 2022 and apologize for any inconvenience." And then I just saw that post that said that they were going to be closing soon. It didn't so, say when; it just said soon, sometime. I think somebody had said it'd be by the end of June. Um, this was sooner than I thought, but. Oh, yeah, my, I'll let my dad know. He'll, I'm sure he'll want to go down there. Right, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking too. If nothing else, if you want to go get your get your catfish, they have really <laughs> good catfish. Their carp. I've never, I've never ate their carp. I always had the catfish. I, yeah, I didn't. I, I, I don't remember the last, when I used to go there, I'd have their shrimp because I didn't like catfish. I didn't like catfish. I didn't like carp. So I'd have that's the shrimp. And I have the ch- I'd have the chicken ones with, right there. Uh, I know, I know. And then I'd have chicken like every once in a while, but the chicken just tasted like fish so it's like a, it, it didn't matter but, i know but it was good. i know 
it was fun. There's some history there, man. That's just really, we used to go there quite often. Our family, um, cause I had family in Iowa and so our family were coming from Ashland. So we'd just meet at Joe Tess's. Yeah. That was just kind of like the place to go and meet. I remember the pond, like right when you walked in, there was the fountain or whatever, and it had koi fish in there big and yeah. they were huge koi fish. And yeah, that would, my grandparents would just give us like a roll of pennies and that would keep us busy for 45 minutes. Just trying to hit the, you never hit a fish cause it, you know, the penny would like fly all Plinko. over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was fun. <laughs> you couldn't guide it. Right. <laughs> right. You could try, but it doesn't work that way. <laughs> so that was sad. Um, and then also, this is kind of off brand, but I'm going to throw it out there. The uh, qualifying for the U.S. Open was going on. And, and there were several different storylines this weekend about people that made it, people that didn't make it. I think Ricky Fowler didn't make it, which I thought was, you know, granted, I'm not following it real close, but I know that's a big name. Uh, but then another name popped up. Because he was really close to making it, and uh, he's been on our podcast and has we were actually producing his podcast for quite some time. Danny Woodhead, I knew he was an NFL running back. I when we were working with him, he him and Slauson would they were obsessed with getting their golf game right and getting better. And they said one day, uh, one of the two of them, and Danny's always like, I'll probably be the first one to would be do something on the tour. I thought, holy cow, this guy's really doing it. Really serious. They said that he ended up, he went 77, 73 at the qualifier at, at the, well, it was in Springfield, but doesn't matter anybody. But anyway, to finish at 10 over, missing one of the eight spots by 14 shots total. Wow. Um, That's incredible. But he was definitely in the running enough that his name got put in the, put in the story in ESPN.com. Um, which I thought, yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. Darn cool. Uh, so, Nick Baugh, Nick Baugh and, uh, Bo Rude and him and Danny are friends and they've been friends since high school. And Nick told a story on his podcast. Um, I don't know, a couple of years ago where the first time that uh, the three of them met and this is when him, when Nick and Bo were in high school and I don't know if it was like for districts or well, I don't, it wasn't state, but it was just a big game and they played Danny's team and the school that they played in had the gym. And then they had like most schools had the multi-purpose room, whatever that also had basketball hoops. We can go in there and warm up and then go do the warmups. So Bo and Nick were in there warming up and Danny just walked in like he owned the place and just started walking up to him and just started shooting with him. And he's like, he goes, this guy had so much confidence. He didn't care about anything like in a nice way. Like he just didn't have any, like he just didn't care. So he'd go into situations and he did what he had to do. And uh, Nick said that he was in high school and obviously in the pros. And now with golf, he said there wasn't one thing that he did debate team. I think he said that he wasn't, amazing at like there wasn't anything he goes hey, baseball in baseball they played and he hit like two grand slams in one game like he wasn't there wasn't anything he was bad at he was never he, was, he wasn't average no right it wasn't just to get by mm-hmm. um but i do remember when we had doc Woodman on um also who if, if you don't remember him he he is one of the doctors works with uh, kind of along the same lines of what dr stark does as well with unl and now dr Woodman's working he works with creighton or he did um and several businesses but helping people get that mindset and he talks about the elite mindset which is completely different from us all <laughs> yeah. i mean we may have elite moments but then there are people who are like the tiger woods or the danny woodheads um, but talking about that mindset and then, and also all the anxiety that goes along with it mm-hmm. of having that kind of a mindset because, um, um, oh, now I can't say his name. I just had it in my Navy SEAL or oh, yes. Jack, um, Jack, yes, Jack Riggins. Yeah. Jack Riggins. Right. And, um, and he's another one because the, the people that do that have that same kind of mindset 
as well. It's really fascinating. We should get Doc back in sometime mm-hmm. to talk to him. Because, yeah, it's been a minute. Um, especially after the pandemic and after this and, and kind of talking about where people's heads are now, uh, kind of trying to get back on track. But it's fascinating because I never really thought about it. You knew there was something different about those people because you had to be to achieve what they achieve, but it's not even a, it's not a conscious thought process. It's just, that's just how they are. That's what you do. Right. It's not like they sit back and choose to do that. It's just, it's in their DNA. It's what they do. I mean, Tom Brady's the same way. Like he's Mm -hmm. even said that he goes, I don't, I want my kids to be successful, but I don't want them to have to go through what I went through and not physically, but mentally being tough on yourself to reach that level of performance. Uh, Did you see the story about his niece? Mm Mm-mm. Um, just came out the last couple of days. She's playing or was playing. And I, and I, honest to God, I didn't see the video. I just read the story about it and I meant to go look it up, but of course, hello does distractions. Right. Um, but she's playing the college world series, the women's college world series. Oh, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't, I had no and clue. Apparently <laughs> there's a video of her and, and he, he basically encouraging her going on, but she was just basically like, let's F, let's F and go or something like that. There was, there was, and it was his niece that was That's doing that. And I'm funny. like, well, obviously, that's in the blood. <laughs> she paid attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, she was just like the leader, you know, and, and, and pushing the team. And he was right there rooting her on, which, which, by the way, I will say, I saw some uh, total sidebar, uh, t- saw some pictures and some videos from Heidi. Um, she's with her daughter at the Women's College World Series, which, amazing. I mean, just the talent. It's just amazing watching those girls play. Um, it was it was cool. So I was so glad that they got to go down there. Her daughter plays. And, of course, Heidi played just a little bit at Creighton. That, well, yeah, just a little bit. She'll, 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 she'll be the first one to tell you. That. She'll be the first one to let you know. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I've kind of, I don't think I told this story yet on our podcast. It's a quick mm-hmm. one. It just happened recently. Both of my nieces, uh, Sophia doesn't play softball anymore, but um, Emerson and Addison both do. Two different mm-hmm. teams, so they're just going all over the place crazy all the time. And went to... Um, Addison's game a couple weeks ago and there are their, their team is like just stocked like they're I think they're 12 mm-hmm. and 13 year old whatever and some of these girls are like you could play in college there's one girl specifically that like she just looked like a college softball player and she's 13 <laughs> and I'm like DNA tester she is 22 and she's a stud <laughs> um so but it would but and you know she's come close to hitting hitting it over the fence like crushing mm-hmm. it and a few weeks ago and I, I might get some of these details wrong, but the, but that's the fun part. That's Pat. the fun part. Right. Just follow it, follow it. <laughs> um, she was, had to miss a couple games because her grandmother was, was sick. So she ended up missing a couple of, of games and her grandmother passed away and she, um, wanted, she was wanted to hit a home run when her grandma was able to come back. You know, she's like, I, I'll try not to hit a home run or whatever while you're, while you can't see me play. Cause I oh want God. you to be here when I hit a home run. Right. So then her grandma ended up getting really sick and never was able to come back to a game. Passed away and missed a few days for the, the funeral and all that kind of stuff. Came back a couple days after the funeral and her first at bat, first game, um, hits a home run. And as she's um, running across, oh, I take it back. New fact. Here we go. Here it is. About the facts. Here it is. It was uh, she. She played a game. One game when her grandmother was still alive and wasn't doing well. Played a game. Hit the ball and hit the top of the fence and bounced back in. Didn't hit a home run. So then, back to where I pick up where I left off. Her grandmother passed away, and then she missed a couple of games because of the funeral and everything. Came back first at bat, first game. It hit one over, and like rounding first, like collapsed, and she was just sobbing and. 
I then that's pretty cool. Her first home run mm-hmm. in that situation. I mean, you can't tell me it wasn't grandma's help. So grandma grabbed the ball and, and put it right over the fence. Uh-huh. Right. Just scooped it up and threw yep. it on over the fence. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. That's yeah. Neat. Super like awesome. That. Yeah. So that's what I got going on. Um, well, and speaking of Tom Brady, uh, mm-hmm. I, we should send him a DM and let him know, or send, actually send That's Giselle, Giselle a DM. Let's send Giselle a DM because they should get him the Omaha Steaks Dad's Want Steak package. I know they're billionaires, but they could always, getting a, a package for like that for 99 bucks would be a great think, deal. Do you think, I mean, honestly, he has everything, right? Mm-hmm. So that would make sense. Totally That would sense. be a great gift. Yeah. Totally makes that sense. Would be a perfect gift. So um, if you haven't uh, well, been on Omaha Steaks website, omahasteaks.com, mm-hmm. all you gotta do is start type. Well, just type in Pat. That's right. Type and, Pat. <laughs> not that I'm dejected about it, but you don't need the JT part. Um, <laughs> just type Pat, and Pat and JT will show up. Click on that, and then you'll see the dad's dad wants steak package. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, there's uh, we had what we had the last two chicken breasts. I thought they were gone. I had the last two chicken breasts last night. Um, and then I, I don't know what we're going to have. There's not much left. I only have the, I have the hot dogs left, the Franks, and then I've got a couple burgers left, um, and two fillets. That's it. Everything else is gone. So it, I'm sure the apple tartlets were the first to go. Oh, those are still around. Oh okay. yeah. Those are still around. <laughs> those are fantastic. And you still have Delmont steak burgers. Uh, just a couple. Uh, yeah. A couple. I, I came with eight. So I have, uh, I think I have four left. Yeah, so it's all less than a hundred bucks for the entire package. All you got to do is get online, get it ordered though before the fourteenth or by the fourteenth. So we got about a week to get that done, and then it will arrive in time for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how you do it. So get online, OmahaSteaks.com. In the search bar, type Pat. Just type it. <laughs> and Pat and JT will pop up, and you'll see Dad's want steak. Right. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Okay, so what's going on with network shows? Anything that we need to be on the lookout for? What's going on with Melissa Rivers? What's going on uh, across the board? What do you got with Malia? Um, Okay, so some quick updates. Ship Show, Total Ship Show 2 with Malia White. That will be season two, uh, July 12th, 15th, like that week. I don't remember if the, the Tuesday is, I think it's the ni- or 19th or something right around there. Middle of July, season two. 19th is a Tuesday. Um, and that, uh, just recorded that season about a month ago and have a, a survivor from the Costa Concordia on, um, a, a, a lady who works with pe- uh, companies that are seizing these oligarch, is it oligarchy, whatever? Yachts right. from Russia. Yeah. yeah. So she's going to be like the, the first or second episode. We got to get that out there because there's some information that's like so relevant. Like right now, it's pretty awesome. Right. Um, and then uh, and then Captain Kate, who's a who's the first female captain of cruise line. Like she's the she's awesome. Anyway, so that and then uh, Melissa Rivers uh, recording with Chelsea Handler is going to be on her episode this Friday and super excited about that. And then a couple of other housewives. Uh, innocent. Do you know about Tipsy? Um, they're, um, I, I don't know specifically. Yeah. They're, um, they're going to be doing an episode uh, kind of recapping, talking about some of the stuff that happened in the courtroom, uh, the Johnny Depp trial about last week. Um, and with some of the people that were in there and then they're moving on to some other, they're true crime. They're, they're bread and butter. They're just true crime stories. So right. To that. Right. And I'm sure they're excited to get back to their meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Johnny Depp thing kind of hijacked them for a while. Yeah. But there was so much crazy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know. And that, that even spilled over to the other podcasts because um, uh, Danielle was on Hollywood Raw uh, regularly during that. 
And, um, and now these guys, they have their own connections, I think, too, as far as uh, you said something about one of their guests that's coming up had something to do with Amber yeah. Heard. The, the guy that is on their episode that releases tomorrow, Wednesday, the 8th. Um, of June, as we speak, is uh, the paparazzi guy who actually saw Amber Heard with that bruise, alleged bruise on her face, and got, got so that was the day of. Mm-hmm, apparently, she had the bruise because the day after she was on her way driving off with her friends. Right. Yeah. So he's the guy who I don't know if he's the guy who broke the story or has the picture or whatever. But they're talking to him. They actually already talked to him, and that episode's going to be released tomorrow. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm planning on doing it today, but it's pretty exciting stuff. Interesting. I was just looking on, if you get a chance on Facebook. Oh, quick, about Facebook, about, about, about Hollywood Raw, real, real fast. They're now, over the last month, their show has exploded. Absolutely exploded. And they were number 44. We found this out last week. We thought they were number mm-hmm. 44 in the country. They were number 44 on the global podcast chart. So number 44, yeah. biggest podcast on Apple in the whole world uh, last week, two weeks ago. That was the, that was, I saw that on Apple. It was the Apple podcast, entertainment news podcast. It wasn't um, any of the specific country lists. I saw that. And they, they actually, they made it up really high in the specific in the USA list. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to the top of the pile, yeah. um, which is fantastic. And, and it's such, I mean, seriously, when you think about it, starting off as just a couple of guys doing a podcast um, without any backing of any major studios, um, they've got their own reputations and, and they just keep grinding. They just keep working and, and doing what they do best. And, and one of the things I was just going to throw everybody to is their private group group, which is called off the record and off the record, you can get in, but you have to, you got to jump through a couple hoops, right? Nothing serious. Easy hoops. Yeah. Just a couple questions. So they make sure you're actually a human being and you want to yeah. be in there. Uh, but yeah, it's super simple. So some of the stuff they have on there, if you like stuff that's like, like, really behind the scenes kind of things. Um, they, ca- they can't give details on some of these stories. Like Adam knows people who know people and he knows people himself. And literally there's a video of him taking shots with Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston, breaking bad guys. Um, they're working behind the bar. So apparently what, do they have a bar now? I don't know. I think it was a charity deal. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. Like but yeah. They were clinking glasses, which I thought was pretty cool, but he leaves these little tidbits and, uh, and asks a lot of really great questions. And like one of them, little story, he starts every time. It's like, little story. Um, the other day, paparazzi waiting on Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively to walk and pick up their kids from school. They always get them on the way to school, never with their kids, which that's respect, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so last week, a few photographers were waiting. Security for uh, Ryan and Blake came up to them and said, hey, can you give them a break for a few days? Come to find out, there was a strange car that had been following the kids with the nanny, kind of spooked the family, Ooh, and yeah. the photographers agreed, and they gave them some space for a few days until things cooled down, which I thought, wow, okay, that's that's where he named names this time, because usually he doesn't give names. Um, he'll also have stories about, like, he'll have just a, a little story. A friend of mine is a driver who drives celebrities, billionaires, and the other week he was driving a huge A-list star on her way to drop off for her flight to a, she had a private jet. She asked security if she could smoke a joint on the plane and they let her know, nope, not on this. Sorry. Brand new. Right. And so then she asked the driver, the friend, right. uh, If you could pull over to the side of the road so she could smoke a joint before boarding the plane. She's standing on the side of the road, smoking her, her joint. And the security went to the car and asked the driver, do you smoke? And the driver said, well, of course. <laughs> and the star invited the driver to come outside and smoke. A That's awesome. I mean, you can do, take a gummy. Like it's the same deal, right? Like you don't have to, you could still do something on the plane. Just get a gummy. I love these. And then he's got the latest one is a little story from the set of a new Julia Roberts movie. 
She's in Long Island filming a movie on the beach. It's called Leave the World Behind. Julia is very much not into being photographed, but when she's filming, she has no choice as it's public property and you can't stop the photographers from shooting. So when she is filming a scene, she's super nice and photographers can get the shot. But when she's done, (laughs) they said as soon as the scene is over with the assistants on set, all the assistants grab the umbrellas and they make sure that she can't be seen. It's just like, who cares? Why so? Who cares? (laughs) <laughs> you're on set. You're all decked out and whatever. Why do you care? You'd think all it does is promote the movie, right? You would yeah. think so. I mean, I get not being chased down an alley or something, but like you're on set, you're working. <laughs> like who cares, man? So anyway, so it's called Off the Record. And if you like uh, Hollywood behind the scenes stuff, I think that's a really fun group to be a part of. Yeah. Adam, fun, Adam so. knows some randos, some total yes, randos. Yes, he does. Yeah. He's cuckoo, but he does. He knows everybody. He is, he is a Looney Tune dude. Oh my god! But he's just the nicest guy on earth. And that's why... All the stars like him. Yeah. Um, and, and he's respectful and he's very respectful and he's one of the most respected, uh, photo. He calls himself a street okay. journalist, which I think is a great, he coined that phrase, but yeah, he's, he's the one that we've had things before in the past where he's like, nah, we're not going to do that because it X, Y, Z shows a kid's hand. It, it shows this and they're not in a good light and it could have been something that was huge for him, but he just, mm-hmm. he's like, it's not worth it. I won't do it. He doesn't want to make them look bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or infringe, right? Yep, exactly. Good dude. So, um, and then of course we need to thank Centrist Federal Credit Union for being our sponsors, our partners, uh, supporter of the podcast. We're almost halfway through the year. It's going by fast. Um, We need to have the girls come in soon because they've been doing their own podcast um, and they've been having a lot of fun with it. So Centrist has their own podcast. If you want to check that out, it's called A Penny or Two for Your Thoughts. And it's basically... Uh, I like how they did this because the girls that are doing the podcast for Centris, uh, they're not financial wizards, but they're surrounded by them, right? And so they're asking questions and uh, trying to figure out just day-to-day stuff, just like all the rest of us do. And uh, they're doing a great job. Yeah. And, and they base a lot of their stuff on the stuff you can find on the website on the blog. Um, all that kind of information is at centrusfcu.org. And then we'll actually, I'll find a link to their podcast and I'll throw it in our description of our podcast. There so you, you guys go. can click to it. And remember and that that limited time mortgage rate offer, it's going on through June 24th. Uh, this is for purchase or refinance. You want to find all the details about this, you need to go to centrusfcu.org. That's where you'll see the terms and conditions and more explanation. We don't want to get into it because then we have to give you all the legal stuff and nobody wants to sit around and hear that right now. No. <laughs> You can see right there. We don't know what we're talking about, uh, but it is all up at uh, centrusfcu.org. You can call someone at 402-334-7000. Super simple. Uh, there you go, I, guys. Thank you guys for listing all the links and everything we talked about. It's in the description of our podcast, and you can find our show anywhere, um, wherever you get your podcast. Thanks. Pat and JT Podcast, a Huda Media Production.